Hello, welcome, good evening, or if you're listening to this on podcast, good morning, afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this. Uh, it is the Scottish Rugby Podcast uh, from the Scottish Rugby Blog. Um, as you'll no doubt be able to tell, it's myself, John Anderson, in the hot seat once again. Uh, and tonight we have got a, we've got a fairly action-packed agenda, as is the wanton way of Scottish Rugby right now. Um, joining me for this odyssey, is none other than Craig Manson. Good to have you along, Craig. How are you? How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you very much. Just uh, all set for uh, uh, the... Oh, oh my goodness, I'm just, uh, Gammy's the right person to speak about this. There was a, I'm sure there was a, pro, a, a kids' TV coat with an Odyssey involved in it. Somewhere. <laughs> I was about Indeed. to try and bring it out there, but... Yeah, yeah. That, that, I'm sure that, it was Ulysses, was it not Ulysses? I mean, that was an odyssey. Yeah, I believe that was that was part of the 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 odyssey um, kind of fables, wasn't it? But uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we digress very slightly, of course. But uh, so. yeah, it's not great to have you along, Craig. And I, I'm doing very well, thank you, buddy. Uh, I've just about thawed out from the weekend, so um, it, it got it got quite nippy uh, towards the end of the end of the afternoon. Um, but yeah, we, we, we've got, as I said, we've got an action-packed agenda ahead. We are going to be talking about the Fiji game. We're going to be talking about some ins and outs uh, in the squad, and we'll have a wee uh, look at what is to come from the All Blacks. Um, obviously, if, you've, if you're listening to us and you've stumbled upon us, uh, welcome. Um, you can get over to scottishrugbyblog.co.uk you'll see at the bottom there unless you're listening back um you, you can get the latest news views of scottish rugby there's some amazing writers in there so please go and check that out if you do like what you hear as well and you want to support the podcast further we do have a patreon account you can head over to scottish rugby podcast on patreon and for three pounds a month you can get exclusive content and our hands in the ruck section which uh, always around this time of year promises to be a barnstormer so yeah three pounds a month gets you in there i have been remiss, I must admit, because if you actually pay the extra money, if you pay £5 a month to get yourself into the Doogie Donnelly uh, suite, I should really read your name out on the podcast. Now, I've been quite remiss, and I haven't checked any new members on the, but we have had a few new Patreons join us. So I promise, 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 fingers crossed, cross my heart, all that jazz, I will dig out a list of yous. And I'll give you a wee shout out on the podcast. Unless you're watching right now, if you're watching and you are a new patron and you want to get a shout out, pop a wee comment and uh, we'll give you give you a wee name check. I think that's the that that was that was almost quite professional there, Craig. Almost. Let's. I was let's staggered. Get, let's park that professionalism and let's get back in. Right. What? Uh, let, let us start with the Fiji game, shall we? Let's start there. Because obviously there's other news to come to, so I'm I'm going to go chronologically. Let's go chronologically, okay. right? Okay. So we'll start with the Fiji game. Um, myself and Johnny were there. Um, crowd of fifty-eight thousand. Uh, when all 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 the pointers were suggesting that nobody was going to turn up, train strikes and what have you. Um, what was your initial? What what was your overall feelings of the game, Craig? You've obviously watched it. Yeah. Um. I was thoroughly disappointed, to be perfectly honest. Um, I was, I, I, I just, overall, um, 
if you showed me that back lane, well, in fact, we did. We discussed the back lane before we've, yeah. we, um, before before the game uh, on our wee, our wee chat that we have. And the back lane was stellar. And I was, yeah. you know, the, the only person missing, there was a person missing, and obviously we're going to talk about that. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a stellar looking back lane. And we seemed a bit, we, well, not a bit, we were toothless in the first half. Um, and and again, the, the the penalty count started to ramp up as well. And then we finally got ourselves into gear. Um, and I, I have to say, um, I always I always kind of you talk about it regularly, and I always kind of poo poo it um, to bring in a <laughs> bring in a, bring in a word from black a, words from Blackadder. A technical uh, term I, here. <laughs> yes, I poo poo the poo poo. Um, oh, don't let him poo poo. If you have poo poo, the poo poo's in the poo poo, the poo poo, then you have poo poo everywhere. Um, so yeah, okay, sorry, that was black adder. Um, back on point, <laughs> back on point. Um, the I always, I always felt that you know, when when you say, oh, you know, playing playing professional rugby is fine, um, but once you step up to international, it's a different thing altogether. And I kind of, I've always been one of those. Is it? Is it really? Is it really? But Adam Hastings has been playing absolutely phenomenal um, for his for his um, uh, for his club. So is Blair Kinghorn, and both of them looked toothless. Adam Hastings made a series of a series of mistakes as well as. For me, um, a couple of kicking decisions that were just off, um, and yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. and then and then uh, the mistake he made ended up with him coming off because he he, he just he just you know ran into uh, ran fully without passing the ball further on down the line, uh, ran straight into um, uh, into you know injury. So it was it was a difficult one, um, and and so. For me, we talk about this all the time. We've been talking about this, how the backline isn't being used to the, the way it should be being used. And that seemed to be, again, another thing that we would probably point at from this game. I, th- I absolutely agree, Craig. I think first half in particular, it was really desperate. Um, really, really desperate. Like, as bad as I've seen Scotland in a long time. And... Uh, I, I agree. I think Adam Hastings' kicking in particular, there was a couple of moments where he was kind of almost forced into silly kicks that then, you know, well, there was one there was one that kind of went long and he went behind the goal and then he kicked it and it just it brought pressure straight back onto Scotland and it was Darcy Graham and Ali Price marking what could only be described as a rhinoceros on the wing, it was, you know, probably the, probably the same weight as both of them combined, and they got skittled. Of course, they did, and it just continued to build pressure. Um, I do think Hastings wasn't helped, and this might be controversial for a few people, but um, Cam Redpath was really poor, mm-hmm. and for me, he played. He played. He, Johnny described it in the stand as he's playing like he's four stone heavier than he is. Um, I, I I agree. I think he he looked rusty, but he shouldn't. I mean, I get first international game in a long time, but 
he shouldn't necessarily look rusty and um, he has been playing club games. So I, I thought Redpath was was poor. I know people have given Chris Harris stick for the attack not functioning, which seems like an old trope to me. I think Harris, there was a couple of moves that Harris was involved in that I don't necessarily think were his fault. I think the distribution around him was pretty poor. But yeah, really, really toothless. Toothless is the exact word I would have used, Craig. It's a, it's a really, a really kind of desperate performance. And then you compare it, particularly in that first half, to our opponents who just looked absolutely up for it and looked desperate to run ball in from anywhere. But then they, they failed to convert as well. It was just, it was one of those, it was one of those games that just nobody seemed to convert. Yeah, I, I, I like. I, I just felt um, we, we, you know, we we've obviously worked on and bringing Richie Gray into the lineout. The lineout was very very good. Um, we, our set pieces were very very good. We we worked well uh, in the scrummage as well, um, especially in the second half. And and Big Murph um, Murphy Walker came on and, and 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 did a great job as well. So he, you and Ashman again. I have to say, you and Ashman really, really looked um, uh, looked yeah. strong, along with um, uh, along with with Suz Roy, uh, Suz Roy Sutherland was was absolutely on point, um, especially in the loose. So it was one of those situations where we've got all the component parts, and I and. I've always resisted um, the calls and everyone yapping away about Townsend and this, that, and the other. But there's something have it, there's some sort of problem there because the attack just does the backline are not being used to their, their, their full effect. And um, and I don't know whether it's Zonda or if it's um, or if it's Tooney that's causing the problem. Yeah, well, I, I know Zonda's come in for a bit of stick this week, um, possibly. Finally reached. That. I know. I know he was getting a wee bit of it during the Six Nations and that, but I think we might have finally reached the point where people are starting to question. You know, well, people are questioning everything about that Scotland attack because it yeah, was yeah. was really poor. I mean, so what what concerned me, right? So Darcy Graham got got man of the match, and uh, I, I questioned it at the time because in the stadium it didn't necessarily look. He didn't look that prevalent, but on a, on a watch back, do you know what? He's he's in with a shout of it. I still. Personally, wouldn't have given him it, but you know, I think he's he, he he was he was decent enough. That first fifty minutes or so, Duhan van der Merwe, what what is going on there, Craig? Because he's not getting the ball. Mm-hmm. Why 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 is Stuart Hogg not passing him the ball? Um, I from what I can see, it's he's. Is either well, it's it's either the play that they have, and they're expecting Stuart Hogg to make more yards through the tackle and then move on to Van der Merwe, or um, Stuart Hogg has decided that. Well, I can hear many of our of our um, of our fellow rugby Scottish rugby fans um, moaning already, saying, "Yeah, Stuart Hogg doesn't pass, and he is well known." For going up alley blind alleyways and not 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 um, you know either losing the ball or or not passing on and 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 it's it's totally 
he seems to have lost this. Um, he's the X factor that Stuart Hogg has always had. He's kind of he seems to have lost it for some reason, and I don't know what. I don't know whether it's the players around him or whether it's he's decided that he's uh, he, he's he's believed the hype or whether he's just over overcompensating on a regular basis and and you know trying to play too much. But yeah, the Duhan and Darcy need to be brought into this as much as we possibly can. And the problem I also have is, and uh, you know, not to keep talking away here because because you know I'm not giving you a chance to talk, but. Um, uh, the, the issue I have is that Ollie Smith, even though he had very, very good, um, uh, very good feet, does seem to be in a similar vein to Hogg, although you know doesn't want to pass the ball. How it, although he seems to enter contact a little bit quicker than Hogg does. Maybe he's just young, youthful, uh, youthful yeah, um, exuberance. That, that you know? excitement of your first cap at Murrayfield and you've got the try line beckoning and maybe, yeah, we, we've all been there. Not necessarily in that high stake again, but, you know, <laughs> we've, we've, we've all we've all seen the, our name up in lights and you can forgive a... The thing is, you can forgive a 20-year-old boy, which he is, you know, with very little rugby under his belt doing that, you can't really forgive your former captain, thrice British and Irish Lions tourist um, record try scorer doing that. Because there was a number of occasions on the first half in particular that one pass out from Hogg, Duhans making you know 40 metres. Mm. And the one time he did it, and it was in the city, he absolutely rumbled, rumbled up the park. Mm. And it's like, yeah, it it really it it's becoming it's becoming a real problem because again we were discussing afterwards that the thing Stuart Hogg used to do yes he had that blistering outside break that absolute pace and he would drag defenders on him for that and you were fine with him taking contact if he was dragging defenders with him now it's one defender goes with him because they know he's not going to pass. So they mm. don't even have to drift. They just go out. And that's what... There was actual space on the outside of him. And he just doesn't seem to want to pass. When we get to our, our uh, Hands and Rock Patreon, I might give you some of, uh, some of our conspiracy theories from the weekend, um, which you, those of you who are on the Patreon would no doubt love to come and join. And please, if you've got any conspiracy theories of your own, uh, bring them over. Um, but what my how, oh, sorry, sorry, no, 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 please carry on. No, I was just gonna say, my personal highlight with Hogg before we move on was uh, there was a moment in the first half where he caught a, caught a high ball, done his stupid wee jukey juke, 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 dancing about, and then went to go past someone, got absolutely creamed, and just threw the ball clean over his back to mm. Darcy Graham. Like, just no, no, it wasn't even a no look pass or anything, it was just like, ah, I don't want it. And then Darcy Graham got absolutely ended because of it, and it's like, not good enough. He was he was exceptionally poor at the weekend, Hog, and obviously he's had his little tantrum afterwards, which um, you know, justifiably so. If people are, I would I would much rather people criticise his performance. Uh, don't tag him in it. He knows he's played badly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hence, uh, hence the you know the obviously the. They're throwing a hissy fit afterwards, but um, yeah, maybe we don't need to necessarily comment on his appearance when he's playing badly. No, or I'm, when he's playing well. 
Well, the thing is, I, I've got to put my hands up and, and, and be guilty of, of, I think I said it once, I said I wasn't too happy with his hairstyle. But to be <laughs> honest, to be honest, it's it's one of those situations where I suppose, and I totally, I kind of get him, if he hears it constantly and nobody else is talking about anything else, then I can I can imagine it gets a little bit boring very, very quickly. People, people would be talking about something else if he was playing well, though. Yeah, well, there is that as well. Um, what I, what I would say, however, and 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 what concerned me was when R- Jamie Ritchie was um, announced as captain. Instead of the full throated um, uh, support yeah. that you would yeah. expect to get, um, he did say. He was disappointed not to be captain again, but I, but I, you know, I give, you know, I've, uh, Jamie's, a, Jamie's, a, you know, part of the leaders was part of the leadership group when I was captain, and, and I support him. And I kind of thought that's, you know, that was a little bit, you know, that wasn't as classy as I expected it to be. I expected it to be, well done, really proud of you, Jamie. You've done, you know, I'm fully yeah. behind you, and that's it, you know. And that's all it would take. And again, it's the stage management of all that, 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 you know, we know as a professional athlete, we know Stuart Hogg's shown on so many occasions how much playing for his country means to him and how much, um, you know, how important. And he obviously volunteered for the captaincy, whether we think that was the um, the right credentials to become mm. captain or not is a completely, you know, different argument. But he, he wanted to be Scotland captain. He's wanted to represent Scotland. And to have that taken away from him, it doesn't take much for us to realise that he would be disappointed about that. Of course he would be disappointed. But he's a professional rugby player. He's got a job to do. And it would, it would have been a really classy look for, you know, I'm just, to, as you say, you know, some, something along the lines of, you know, you came into the team as a kid. Uh, I remember when you first came in, great, you were always a leader, you're now now the captain of Scotland, amazing stuff, can't wait to play with you, and you've got my absolute support. You know, it could have been managed really differently. Um, and there's Harley, Harley's watching tonight, good, good to see you, Harley, saying here, looks really bad in comparison to how Farrell and Bigger reacted to Laws and Tipperick becoming captains, that's exactly it, you know, it's 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 part of the game and we've, we've had high profile people over the years lose captaincies because a coach thinks they need to concentrate on their game or change things up a wee bit and it's not you know it's obviously an honour to captain your country but it's not a be all and end all I don't think and Stuart well, has taken it quite quite badly actually. yeah but but you see the thing is and I, and I actually haven't taken it as a slight on Jamie I think he's actually I think um, there is a core, and this is again we're talking about maybe cons- conspiracy theories, but ah uh, yes, yes, it's all starting to just just all the little things. There's little things that you look around the whole squad that that kind of point to the fact that the players don't fully support what's going on with the coaches. Um, yeah. you know he he's okay. Fair enough. It's it's a. a, a I'd actually probably say that it's more about Hogg being hurt that he's not in the, in the full limelight anymore. But um, I think there's a little bit of a well, you know, I'm disappointed not to be captain because I've been, I've been, it's been taken away from me, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the whole Finn thing, and then um, uh, you know, it just 
well, you know, because because you know, if you just look at it, if you go back and you look at what Grant Gilchrist said about Jamie Ritchie taking over the captaincy, and that's a that's someone who has been Scotland captain yeah. before and yeah. was also in line, or there was questions, or there was talk about him coming back as captain. Yeah. You know, if you look at what he said, and then you look at what Stuart Hogg said, it, it just anyway, it just stunk. Stu- I just thought it stunk a little bit. It, yeah, it's, it's not it's not very classy. Um, and you you know you always know there's funny goings on in a camp when you've got um, players standing on their tiptoes on on team photos. That's 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 the true indicator that something's gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I tell you, I've I've not noticed that before. But I, Adam Hastings. I mean, Adam Hastings isn't a short boy anyway. By the way, he's he's quite a he's quite a lanky big lad. But I am all in for that. That is that is grand work from the, from Hastings. Um, <laughs> so no, I was impressed with that. I, I, I the other thing that really I, you've mentioned them already, Richie Gray. Uh, Richie Gray for me had had a really really strong game. Uh, you know, again dominant in the set piece, done done what he had to do. But moment, moments in the loose actually, which. Surprised me as well. He had he had a couple of really big rumbles as well, um, which I again I'm all in for. Uh, big Richie on the carry, which w- was good. Um, obviously, his brother came off the bench, but I don't think necessarily. If we are thinking about a team for the weekend, if you're basing it on form, <laughs> there's that word again. I don't think necessarily Johnny Gray can come straight back into that start lineup because I think Gilchrist was very good as well. He, he much, much. I'd criticise Gilchrist against Argentina uh, against Australia. I think Gilchrist was much, much better this week. Well, you see, the thing is, the thing is, this, you know, with Gilchrist, um, you've got a very, very good lineup operator. What when he's the problem I have felt or I have found. Where it's been going, things have been going slightly wrong with Edinburgh, with Glasgow, and with Scotland. And what I think has found, sorry, somebody's decided to start printing something off of my printer here at the moment <laughs> while I'm while I'm sitting in here. So there'll it's, be a few odd noises. So Gilko's hacked you. He's, he's sending you. I was going to say, I'm just thinking that Stuart Hogg sending me a picture of himself <laughs> again. Um, but uh, no, um, I, I think what's happened is I think bringing. And this is a this is me going back to a whole thing about the whole Finn Russell, the whole Blair Kinghorn, the whole Adam Hastings, the whole this, that, and the other things that have been going on. We don't know what's going on in camp. We don't know what's going on at training. We don't know how these guys are being coached. It's quite obvious that um, you know Richie Gray has come under some um, some stick for being old, past it, uh, etc. For Glasgow. He's not been. He's not been. He played really well when he first came to Glasgow, and then all of a sudden, it seemed he seemed to kind of drop off, and people were kind of pointing at him and saying, "Nah, nah this isn't good enough." He's gone into Scotland camp, and he's and and they're obviously whoever is dealing with him. Um, I think. Well, I think it's Scott Lawson. I think if I'm right in saying that's uh, that's the line that's out. the the line out coach. Um, they seem to have sorted things out, and having him and Gilchrist both running the line out. It's it's you know why not take two, two heads are always better than one you know so I think it's uh, it, it really has worked and as you say uh, you were right and and to be and no disrespect to Darcy Graham um, uh, but for me um, uh, Richie was the man of the match for the for the, for the weekend 
Um, I thought he played in, uh, impressively well. Yeah, I, I my my call for man of the match at weekends wasn't terribly popular, but uh, I thought it was Chris Harris personally. Um, I thought there was a num there, there's a passage of play, and it's just it's Chris Harris doing things that we those tiny little unseen things that we probably don't take. They're they're not the show stopping massive smashes. They're not you know running under the posts from seventy meters, but they're just as valuable because he prevented. What would have been try scoring opportunities on three separate plays, like literally consecutively, because our outside our outside backs were not coping with what was coming at them, and he does that. Squidge has talked about it a number of times that way. He steps out, almost steps out, and then in to force the player to you basically he cuts off the, the passing channel and says, yeah. "Lob it, lob it over me, if you can. If you got the skills, batter it over me." Good play. It's not the percentage play, but great play. Well done. But he's making them make that decision instantly, and they always have to come back inside where your forwards should be sitting to make a dominant tackle. Admittedly, you're up against trucks, so it's a bit of a challenge. But he done it on three separate plays, just one after the other, and pushed them back inside. And Scotland, I think, eventually turned the ball over, and it was just a masterclass in defence and uh, how to deal with. The situation that was arising out there where we, if the ball goes wide, they are running over the top of Darcy for all the well in the world or or Ali Price and they're skittling them. And that that happens against Fiji. But he has he has done that and he's he controlled that defence so well. Problem for me is offsides. We are still giving away far too many offside penalties. Um and it's like the most brain dead penalty to give away. Like there's you know, you we've said on this pod before, Craig, there's there's good penalties to give away. There's ones that you, you can kind of understand, you know, if it's creating a bit of competition at breakdown or you're you know, you're causing a bit of niggle or slowing a ball down when under your posts. There's good penalties to give away. Offside penalties in midfield. Any team with a competent kicker would have been out of sight at halftime against us. Um, which, coming on to kicking, how bad were Fiji's initial kicks? Oh my word! Yeah, I have to say, um, it's uh, they were, they, but if I remember correctly, their uh, original ten lost his passport in France Aye. and uh, and so couldn't get in uh, into the country in time. So um, you know, fair play to the lad that stepped up and just got on with it, and and uh, you know, I, I, I don't. Um, I don't envy him his job, but um, yeah, I think I think you know I can only echo your 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 points about Chris Harris. Watching Chris Harris in a, with coach's eyes, um, he, I could just sit and watch his defensive work um, all day. All day. Yep. Um, and and it's a, it's not a very popular thing to say, but um, you know, I, I the, the lads that I deal with uh, that I coach. Um, Get fed up with me saying it, but defence wins games, um, and uh, and and he's you know so he is very where 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 I think he's a little bit less effective as attack, um, yes. and but we've always he's always um, we've always got on with it because we've had a good nine ten twelve. And then you'd have Hoggy coming in for you know as a second bite of the cherry, um, yeah, and yeah. then it goes out to the wing, um, and that's where just as you say, everything seems slow at the weekend. Um, the, the the ball coming through from Price was slow. I Price felt was glacial. Um, yeah, glacial. Yeah. 
Um, and and so the ball coming through Hastings, who was just trying to find his feet, and unfortunately wasn't. Um, and then Cammy Redpath. Now, and 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 I, I want to give Cammy. I would start Cammy Redpath at the weekend. Oh, I, I don't um, disagree. I think yeah, he should think, start. Yeah, I think I think he's just he's just needing to get back. You know, because he's he's not he's only played I think for Bath about three or four times now. Yeah. Uh, since he's back from uh, injury, so uh, I think he's just it's a bit of rustiness. But um, no, it's, it's it's one of those situations we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, the the discussion about the twelve shirt does bring us quite nicely on to let's let's segue in nicely um as if by magic adam hastings took a, a hefty knock uh and was was injured and uh, his injury has been dubbed to be te- te- well series ending um he's, he's off back to gloucester to be assessed so uh, in the press conference after, um, when asked another direct question regarding the return of Finn Russell, uh, Townsend stated, um, I, I think this is my highlight of Townsend's latest nonsense, though. He stated, Finn will be one of a number of tens in consideration. <laughs> I'm like, I, I think, could at that point, could you just have got Townsend to list those tens? Because... I think he could have been fired on the spot for that for gross misconduct. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, it's it's you don't know how far down the line he is with discussions with Finn uh, Finn Smith. Um, yeah, you don't true. know how far you know because he you know um, again Finn Smith was playing at the weekend for Northampton and the, the 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 commentators were discussing all about whether he's going to get a chance to play for England, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And he's such a such an amazing talent, and this, that, and the other. And I'm thinking, and then eventually they piped in. Well, actually, he's actually qualified. He's Scots qualified as well. Um, and and so there, there's and and that young man seems to be in you know uh, in a in a rather lovely well. pocket of um, of form at the moment. He played well at the, the weekend, yeah. He was yeah. player of the match at the weekend as well. He so. was, yeah. So, um, you know, you have the, him, you have obviously Ross Thompson, who was included in the squad. Um, and there's, you know, because uh, I'm I, I'm not one for taking anything away from Ross Thompson. Um, I think I, I don't think he's ready for 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 playing against the All Blacks. But um, no, uh, no, I don't think know. he is, Craig. <laughs> you know, but I think he's. I think he's. You know, he's. If if we were talk, if we we're listening to what Tooney had said, then obviously you're thinking, well, it's going to have to be Thompson, or it's going to have to be, you know, Finn Smith, because if Finn Russell's no coming back, and Finn had already said he's no coming back, and this, that, and the other. Um, but obviously, um, Finn coming back was no surprise to the Scottish Rugby Pod, um, and true, yeah. and uh, we have uh, been we have documented it on Twitter, etc. That. We even even prior to Adam, even prior to Mr. Hastings going down injured, absolutely. Prior so, to uh, Mr. Hastings, he was he was coming back for the All Black game. So I don't know where we are with it. I really think it's a really uh, it's quite a mess. I don't know whether it's Tooney and Finn's way. Um, they're they're having not a laugh, but they're they're they're, they're trying to fox everyone. <laughs> be amazing. Because because really, it's the only way. The only thing I can think about. I don't. I can't imagine that a, an international coach and coaches and a Scot and the Scottish Rugby Union could be this poor at uh, communication um, and uh, getting messages out. Um, we're, tra- especially- 
rewind what you've just said, play that back to yourself, and then correct your statement. Greg. We'll maybe have a discussion about that in hands of the work. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, I, I just think it's an absolute, just a mess, and it's just, un, you know, it's uh, even to the point of. All the fans and 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 also the fact that now we're expecting to beat the All Blacks because <laughs> Jesus back. has come back, you know, and it's like <laughs> the, the second coming of Russell, and it's oh sorry, third coming of Russell, um, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 obviously he's the fourth, he's the fourth uh, best scrum, uh, uh, fly, uh, half, fly half we have, fly half we have, so yeah. you know people need to just you know wind it in a bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is this is our uh, this is our Daryl Marfo moment, isn't it? But we've actually we've decided to invoke the spirit of Marfo, but by demoting Finn Russell to fourth choice, and we're bringing him in with to see if we can get the same impact as Marfo for that burst of time. That this was again Townsend's playing not not four D, he's playing seven D chess with this stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's, he's, if, if this is all a plan, he's a far smarter guy than I because I don't yeah. get it. No, I don't get it. I think the point you made, Craig, actually, when you were saying that, for from a fan's perspective, right? So obviously, Finn Russell's come back into camp now, and the debate this week has just been what, where, will he come straight back in? Will he play, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Is, is Townsend. Um, you know, we've got certain sections of the fans in Townsend is um, having another man management shocker by bringing Finn Russell in. It will completely undermine Blair Kinghorn's confidence by, by by bringing Finn Russell into camp and then giving him two minutes at the end to punish him. Does that do anything? You know, so there's really it all boils down to for me this whole situation has been a mess. And the fans are the ones who've had to... It's overshadowed the whole of the autumn for us because of all the, the toings and toings and throwings and will they, won't they. Um, and we've obviously, we've we've had our fun with it and we've had good laughs about it and, you know... But also, I'm really angry about it because, again, I've said, said on uh, Scrum of the Earth and I've said on here, for me, it's complete... The lack of um, honesty from our from our from our uh, national coach is it's evident. He isn't being honest when he says Finn Russell's not in form. You know, and I get Finn Russell is probably quite difficult to work with, except every other coach he works with says he's fine and they enjoy working with him. There, there's just an issue here, and it it just. Yeah, it frustrates me. But so this week now has been Finn Russell's back. Um, what is the what is the backline this week, Craig? Do we now go Finn Russell ten, uh, Blair Kinghorn twelve, uh, which has been mooted by a number of people, including uh, well, yeah, I mean Tom English does does come under that uh, banner at times. Um, I, yeah. I have to disagree. I, I do like Tom English, so I can't. I can't say anything. I have to disagree on that one. But so, that so, podcast, so, yeah, a Scottish rugby podcast without me disagreeing with you, John, is uh, is, is 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 a is a boring a boring exactly. podcast. So. It's a bad night at the office. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
honestly, um, and and this is with all the you know, and and this is from the the leader of the cult and the um and the all drinker, the, all, of the, all, the, all the Kool Aid here it is, yeah, the chief the chief Kool Aid drinker. Um, as I said to you last 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 time, the last podcast, Blair Kinghorn's place in this squad right now is on the bench as a backup to Finn Russell. Yeah. Um, Hastings, I love the fact of Hastings getting his chance. I like the fact that um, uh, I like how Hastings is playing, and I absolutely. Th- you know, but he's injured now, and and the, the the conversation has been moved away. He may start Blair Kinghorn against the All Blacks. I far prefer to see him on the bench because he gives you far more options at an international level. Um, whereas you know, because I'm, I'm I'm not going to go down the route of um, Blair Kinghorn's a fifteen. That's the way it is. You know, and and and. You know this, that, and the other, and he's no a ten. He's no a ten. He's no a ten. He is a ten. He also played very, 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 very well at fifteen. Um, he's a he's almost a utility back to use a what you know to use a, 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 a you know at, at Edinburgh. He's a ten. He plays incredibly well for Edinburgh, um, and he's a he's an incredibly um what. He performs incredibly well for Edinburgh in the way that Mike Blair coaches Edinburgh and the way that Edinburgh play. And 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 that's fantastic. The problem you have is he's now coming to a Townsend um, uh, camp where, uh, well, currently we don't really know what Townsend is doing with how, how they play. Um, and so we need to have Finn Russell there who will give... <sighs> Who will give a better, um, you know, give us more options against the All Blacks? Because if if we play the way we've been played against the All Blacks, we're going to get a wheels a wheels thumping, you know. So I mean, yeah, I mean, coming on to that, I think if we if we show the All Blacks at the weekend, I think if we play the way we play at the weekend, um, we would be doing really well to come away having only conceded fifty five points because I think. Especially in that first half, any any team worth its salt would certainly wouldn't have been going in behind at halftime. Let's put it that way. Mm. Um, where the, the All Blacks would very much have punished Scotland's um, inaccuracy with with all the glee that they often do. But uh, yeah, I think it's fair. Like Scotland fans are are now we're kind of. <laughs> it's now known as a... <laughs> oh god! It's now known as a whale's thumping. I mean, the All Blacks have done that to other countries. It's just you were, you were first, you were in line there to get a, a whale's thumping. So. Well, it could be changed to a whumping. A whumping? Yeah, you've got whumpin'. a whumping. Oh, yeah, there, like you there you go. I like that. There you go. Right, so we've you got a whumping, and then if we if we get a, a if we get a doing this week, it's a a, a scumping. A scumping, there you go, yeah. There we go, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll run with this to the World Cup. There we go, sorted. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Russell has to start purely for, or has to start in our position, uh, purely from a from a goal kicking perspective. Again, um, we can't we can't have Blair Kinghorn kicking goals. We like that that is just just obvious. His kick, his touchline kick at the weekend was was very very good, very strong. Again, you've got that situation of 
the mentality of it. It's a pressure kick, you know, against Australia. Harder kick, evidently. At the, I mean, at the weekend, probably a harder kick, but there's less pressure on you to nail that because really you should be winning that game anyway. So, it's, but then you're never going to get knowledge about a player as well. So, that, you know, I'm almost talking myself around on this, but you're never going to get to understand a player's mentality unless he's in those situations where he's got those pressure kicks. Now, I think Blair Kinghorn, by not kicking at club level, that probably completely ends the argument about him kicking at international level. You're never going to get experience of that pressure kick. Russell's now kicking at Racing. Um, you know, nobody else is really a goal kicker within the squad necessarily. I know we've said George uh, George Horn has kicked, but you know, you actually have to have George Horn on the park first to. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, and to be fair, I mean Ben Ben White was pretty decent at the weekend. Oh yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Wasn't decent. Yeah, he wasn't too bad at all. So, um, but yeah, I mean, what realistically, Craig, right? Where are we ever going to beat the All Blacks anyway? Um, up until the whomping, um, I thought I thought we had a, a a slight snifter of a chance, um, because they were playing terribly, um, and then all of a sudden they've come up here and they've just gone, oh, you think so, um, and just watching Ardy Sevilla play, oh, jeez, oh. Louise. What a player! Just unbelievable. Um, and and you know, people like I've been watching Dalton Papalihi for a long, long time since he first started for the Blues, yeah. and yeah. he he is like he's turning into a player that um that that you're not going to not want in an All Blacks jersey. You know, he is he's he's he is absolutely fantastic as well so yeah. wow what a backline you know it's what a back telling motion. their back row it's tell, they've, they've improved by not having Sam Kane there mm. and that that's mm. a, that in itself is a terrifying thought for anyone uh, the back row is going to be absolutely crucial obviously as it always is in these games and as you see New Zealand have got just athletes um, un- incredible rugby players I <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a part of me that thinks the back the back row we finished the game with against Fiji is the back row we should go with. In that I don't think Hamish Watson, I think he seems to be still carrying either a wee niggle or is just not really finding form. He's not quite as not quite as destructive as he has been in the past. Um. I think Richie is a very, very competent fetcher, obviously started at seven mm-hmm. uh, at Edinburgh as well. And uh, Jack Dempsey was phenomenal when he came on. And I know people will go, John, you, you love a bit of Dempo. But I think he, he has started to show he has a he does have an arrogance about him. He has a real swagger about him. And he can back it up with strength. The scrum started you know, like the way the scrum was going forward. I, I think the front row changes made a huge difference. But look at the body position of Jack Dempsey at the back of that scrum. And if if you're ever interested in looking at scrummage positions, just watch those last few scrums for Scotland and drool at what Jack Dempsey's doing. It is pure powerhouse stuff. Um, and I, I think I think he's absolutely crucial 
um, to start getting him game time because I think, you know, with the back row we've got available to us at the moment, I think Dempsey's in the mix as one of one of the, the starting three. I think it's also, and I'm not going to say the word on here, we'll save it for the Patreon, but it is a very, let's let's call it a nasty back row. Uh, if you go Fagerson, Richie Dempsey, that is that is a nasty back row. Oh, Craig, are we about to get some Korean insight here? We, is is a kid going to run in the door behind you? No, no, I think it's uh, just I think it's one of the dogs. Um, yeah. So it's either Arthur or B, but oh, the door's been shut. So uh, I think their mum's back. So uh, I think that's what the issue is. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's a back row I've been wanting to see. Not so much before anyone starts wailing on me. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I've, I, I honestly did not think we needed Dempsey. Um, I didn't think we needed him. Um, I thought, and also what I would say is, um, if if Mag, Magnus Bradbury was included in this squad, I think that would have, you know, from what he we can see out of him out of Bristol, his game has gone up a level as well for how 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 hard he plays going forward. However, I will not take anything away from Dempsey. His game against Australia was quiet. And he was obviously just trying to find his feet because he really didn't look like the Dempsey that's played for Glasgow. Um, but this one, you know, either the back row were quiet for the first half and when he came on, he was obviously going to make a difference. Or just as you say, John, his level has gone up and he's showing his class now. And I'm happy to stand up and say, you know, um, maybe I'm wrong. I've yet to be proven just yet. Yep. But maybe I'm wrong. Um, so we'll wait and see. But yeah, I think yeah, you're right about Hamish Watson. Hamish Watson's ever since the Lions series has finished, he he, you know, and he's been. Now I'm going to say this, and I'm not starting a conspiracy here, but ever since he got his big contract from from the SRU, he's just not, he's just <laughs> not fired. So I don't know what the story is. I think he needs game time at Edinburgh. To be honest with you, I think he needs more game time, and he's he's been. I think they've been. Uh, yeah, I think Hamish is buying on. They cut. He, he cut his mullet. Yeah, so uh, you know, uh, cut his mullet. <laughs> yeah. So Sam, um, I Samson think has lost his powers. Samson has lost his powers, but I don't know. I think. I think. Um, yeah. I th- I, He's, you know, I think, I think what what we're seeing is 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 uh, just a, a midlife crisis for for Hamish. I think he'll come back to it, and I think he'll he'll come back to his his his, his old self. You know, we can see. And I think it probably then just highlights as well. You know, we are missing a couple of people in that back row as well. You know, obviously the the the, the main one being Rory Darge, who would with uh, Hamish Watson maybe not in a form. He would have been there or thereabouts in the discussions for for that back row. Probably would have started one of one of the two games thus far. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? But I think Watson is. I would like to see Watson on the bench at the weekend, and you know, work work around that as best we can, with a view that you know, if one of the other back rows comes off, so start Fagerson. Um, Fagerson, Dempsey, and um, Richie. And if Richie, uh, if uh, Fagerson or Dempsey come off, Watson comes on, you move Richie, or you move one of them to the other position. Um, 
And yeah, just manage it that way. Um, I'd, yeah, I would like to see him just get 20 minutes off the bench, really just see if he can make that massive, massive impact. I think the guys are actually, Alan McDonald's on the chat just now saying, uh, are we paying the price for not letting him have the summer off? And I think I think there's an argument in that, Alan, and we did see it at the time. I'm gutted with you using that comment and not not using the atomic punnies just dropped. Oh, I know he has. Let's have a look. Taking what was it? Taking Watson on the summer tour was a mistake. Oh, bravo! Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think I think I don't know because I think um, I think what he was one of the highlights on the on the tour just yeah. to, to Argentina so it's, it's, he played very very well but I think he was looking for that yeah. that he was looking from what from all the reports that were getting back he was looking to go on tour because he wanted yeah. that 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 experience so yeah we'll wait and but see yeah. you do know your, you know yourself as well though and the guys are saying he's been well rested by Edinburgh and that's that's fair enough there is a different level of intensity when you're building up to internationals but you know yourself like so, sometimes your form does just cliff edge when you yeah. you reach you know you keep going you keep going you keep going and then you reach that point of tiredness he did have an injury at the Lions as well he was was carrying a groin injury so maybe still a wee bit going on there but um, but we will we'll leave it there because what, what we are going to do for our wonderful, wonderful patrons, uh, we will be back on Friday for our first only fins of the season because the prodigal son has returned. So it's time for me to get the only fins account back out. Uh, so we'll be looking at obviously we don't have squads at the moment. So uh, we'll be looking at the sides and doing a proper preview of what of what we think the outcome will be. Um. Before we finish up, um, I just want to touch on the, um, again, Alan, Alan McDonald's watching tonight, so campaign to uh, remember Siobhan Cattigan, um, the, the, the ovation in the stadium on the eighth minute. Um, this week, I I was very, very heartened by it. There was a lot of a lot of people um, up clapping. The noise was the noise was amazing. Actually, it was it was starting to really swell, and again, it was really really nice that a couple of people around us were asking. So you know what what what's the what's the deal with that and uh, um, what what's what's going on? And then we had the funny comment of someone going, "You should shout! You should give the SRU a shout and get them to promote that on the big screen." <laughs> it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll be doing that. Yeah, read read the press, pal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would again just want to put the shout out to everyone that's going along at the weekend. Massive opportunity to uh, stand for Shebby. Um, on the eighth minute, get yourself up and clapping, and let's make some noise and remember uh, a, a wonderful, wonderful woman uh, who gave it all for Scotland uh, in that in that blue shirt. So, um, looking forward to hopefully seeing that. I think a few people are talking about maybe getting banners and various things. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll hopefully get lots lots of noise if we can set off Alan's decibel alarm on his watch. Yeah, that would that that's a good that's a good goal. Um, and and yeah, just the final shout out before we finish, Alan. Uh, people have been utterly amazing with us. Rugby at its best. I have to agree, mate. It's been amazing to see the community at large really coming behind what is an amazing movement. And thanks again to Alan for all his amazing work with us. Um, we will we will get that sorted again at the weekend. But 
Can we, I see what? Can please, I see please, one, please, 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 go, go, go. Just a just a, a, a wee thing, and a, it's it's maybe a lighter thing than the, than what we've just been talking nope, about. No, that's okay. Um, we can we can do light. But uh, nice to see um, uh, Stuart McAnally getting included into the Barbarian squad. But also um, a big shout out goes to the friend of the pod, Murray McCallum, who was also included into the Barbarians wider squad. And he's playing against Northampton Saints, I believe, uh, for the Barbarians. Um, so um, big shout out to Muzza. Um He's needing a bit of a... Um, a bit of a, a pick me up. So well done to him, and uh, and I hope he enjoys his his time with the Barbarians. And I, I would just want to say to anybody that thinks any player currently that thinks, you know what, I could really use getting in that Barbarians team. You know who made that happen, guys, right? Because he came <laughs> on here. We talked about his Barbarian socks. Look where he is now, right? Exactly. That's all, that's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. I'm, so I'm gonna actually. I've, that's one thing I haven't talked to him about. Is I'll have to find out if he's what what you what know after that comments. What socks, socks he's going to be wearing? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the, um, and I, t- I tell you, what, I must say, John, that this podcast. I never really thought we were going to be at the cutting edge of 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 rugby, um, with uh, a mixture of uh, um, insider knowledge about certain people coming back into the squad for things and also um, helping other helping uh, professional players get named in Barbarian squads. Oh, it's, yeah. it's quite a, quite an honour and quite a, quite a thing for this, this podcast to be uh, so cutting edge. And you know what? I just want to thank all the fans out there who are making this happen for us. Couldn't do this without you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, and actually, yeah, we've just saw another comment. Yes, absolutely. Final big shout out. Must go to Holly Davidson um, World Cup uh, final this weekend. She'll be the referee in charge. Amazing honour, uh, an amazing referee. Just wonderful referee to watch and no more than she deserves. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I, for one, will be tuning in and watching that one. Um, promises to be a very good match, actually. So let's see, let's see how it goes. Yeah, excited for the weekend. Um, I think uh, I think the um, the red roses are going to be held to account a little bit more than they have been. Um, so it's going to be exciting times. And 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 Holly has been, you know, um, for all the stick that referees come in uh, into, um, Holly Davidson is one of those referees that doesn't seem to get a lot of stick about things because yeah. she's very very good. Um, so really really proud and and happy yeah. that she's uh, she's getting her chance um, on the world stage. Yeah, just such a clear communicator, uh, and that's you know that's what you ask for in a referee. If you can clearly communicate what you're doing, you know people are not going to have as many issues with you. So amazing, and uh, we're going to ignore that comment from Anna there because that 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 is <laughs> dripping. Well, so nice to see a Scott at a World Cup final, Anna. Tut tut tut. That is that is dripping because we talked about them getting a whomping. Um, that, that is <laughs> so anyway, right. So that is that's us for the free section. Uh, we're going to head off over to join our wonderful patrons and have a good chin wag about uh, other things in the, the rugby world. I'm sure the same topics might come up in due course. Um, but uh, yeah, pleasure as always, Craig. And for now, it is goodbye from me and goodbye from yourself, Craig. Thanks for all the comments and all the, all the interaction, guys. It's been great. <laughs>